Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that oh movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen. <laughs> yes. Finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hey, gang, just a reminder, tickets are flying out of the box office at the Bell House for our August 5th show, Talking Mac and Me. Mm-hmm, yeah, we're recording this in uh, mid-June, and I feel like it's not even going to be on the episode. That, that's how confident these things are going. Yeah, you don't want to snooze on it, man. Mm-hmm. If and if you're hearing this, that means there's like two left. Yeah. Oh, you got to get those. You got to get those last ones. Yeah. I mean, I always feel bad because you always see those people on Twitter or whatever that are like, oh, fuck, it's sold out. What? It's mm-hmm. like, dude, we've been telling you for like six weeks. We've been telling you a long time. A long time. So yeah, you gotta sorry get about that. But hey, buy the tickets to shut us up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so you're going to go to the bellhouseny.com for those tickets. Uh, yeah, we're talking Mac and me. It's going to be disgusting. This mm-hmm. movie's really gross. Mm-hmm. We have confirmation uh, from our memories. And also Eric looked at up that it's a a whole alien family. They all look fucking great. Disgusting. They look like <laughs> turds. It's just four turds. It's a daddy turd, a mommy turd, a mac turd, and a, a little baby turd. And they're turd. always naked? What <laughs> just naked. Fuck? And I don't know what the genitalia situation is. We will get to the you bottom of that. They're squirting out of something. 
Quick uh, uh, personal uh, anecdote. Uh, oh, I saw this about your genitalia. Squirt it, squirt it, squirt it, squirt it. I saw an, <laughs> a, 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 a drunk guy getting into a, a, an argument with the Department of Transportation. Uh, oh. His name was Steve Sadek. No. Uh, and he, <laughs> Department of Transportation, FYI, is their uh, initials DOT. Are DOT. And he's like, yeah, more like Department of Turds. And then he started walking away, and he's like, <laughs> Department of Turds! <laughs> that is fucking right on the money. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing was that was the first time that that dude ever heard that said <laughs> uh, So the Bell House, NY.com, August 5th. It's a Saturday night. We're talking Mac and me, and we want to see you in Brooklyn. Now on today's program, a little bit of a break. Oh. We're finally over the whole Transformers thing, We're I just believe. Done with just all done of with it. it. Thank God. Until the Bumblebee movie comes out. And then we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll Bumblebee back. Uh, but until then, my God, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. It's Air Force One uh, on We Hate Movies. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to our fine podcast, as always. Uh, this week, like we mentioned up top, it's Air Force One, directed by Wolfgang Peterson uh, from the, the grand year of 1997. Uh, I got to tell you right up front, solid hangover movie, kind of a WLM situation here. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. For, on the, on both. Well, it's, it's really just, it's Ford and Oldman. That's what. That's why you're here. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? You're just like, sure, yeah. this is great. And it's just them kind of doing di- like a, a community theater production of Die Hard, <laughs> essentially. Well, I got to admit, I'm kind of here for Xander Berkeley and William oh, H. Okay. Macy. Come on. It's Butch William H. Macy, by the way. He's oh. like all tough and rough and tumble. Well, I'm a general. I'm a general, goddammit. My wife's in the back of Air Force One with an ass in her cock. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a tiny general. <laughs> But this was totally sold as like Die Hard on a plane. But, oh, totally! But get this, John McClane's president. So this movie starts with like what you would call like it's like almost when you watch a movie and it has the fake movie opening. It's like a fake yes. action movie. I was waiting for something to go cut. Yeah, totally. And you know, it was uh, like the annoyance at some of the stuff in this movie. This movie's two hours and eight minutes, by the way, longer than Star Wars. Ever loving minutes. And you know where you could cut some some of this out? This first shot where you can't even tell what's going on. It's just like fake animated paratroopers like mm-hmm. coming down. <laughs> and I'm staring at the TV like, what are they doing? What is this? Like, it'd been so long since I've seen yeah. this movie. And I was like, oh, it's dudes. Oh, they're in parachutes. Oh, why have I spent so long not being able to tell what this is? Yep. Like, you can cut that right down. The first line should be, welcome to Air Force One. Yep. Here's your seat, Mr. Well, President. this is establishing <laughs> the reasons for revenge. Oh, right. You know? Which also, this whole thing is kind of a rip. Speaking of Die Hard, this is Die Hard 2. Oh, right. Yeah. So what happens is these dudes come in. These are American forces. I believe they're I believe. Navy SEALs. Yes. Yeah, they come yeah. in. Maybe SEAL, SEAL Team 5. Special Ops. Yeah, I mean, this is 1997, so it was before SEAL Team 6. Right. Oh, is that how that works? That <laughs> oh, I, a, I don't know. <laughs> Every decade, they get another number. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so these these dudes jump in. to. We're, we're told it's Kazakhstan. Uh, they go into this palace or whatever and kidnap 
Of all people, Jurgen Proch now. Oh, the Borat. <laughs> That's oh, where he is. Kazakhstan. That's true, actually. Man, if Jurgen Proch now was wearing that neon yellow bathing suit. <laughs> That's what oh, he sleeps man. in. Very nice. But it's a great cameo because, of course, Jurgen Prochnow was in Wolfgang Peterson's Das Boot. That is right. So he's kidnapped, and and then that's the end of that. And then we go, it's like three weeks later. We're in Moscow looking at that Krasnaya Ploshid, man, that red square. Ooh. And it's a... It's a big old party. There's like a total big like dinner reception, and it's the president of Russia. Uh, Boris Yeltsin. He, well, it, dude, this guy looks like Tom Sizemore. You better believe it. <laughs> and, and so he's giving this speech. He's introducing President Harrison Ford. And in the crowd, there's an extra. It's not a character in the movie, unfortunately, but I swear to you, there's an extra in this dinner party scene that looks exactly like Rex Tillerson. Oh, no. really? Yeah. Damn. Like, what are the odds? Wayne I, Tractor. I did, uh, dude, I did it. I did a triple take. <laughs> and like the president, he's what's his name? Marshall, President Jim Marshall. Jim Marshall. Jim Marshall, President of the United uh, States, the- Notre Dame fan. <laughs> wow. I also like watching baseball. That is like the perfect, they like built the perfect president. You Dude, know? the man's name is Jim Marshall. He shits red, white, and blue. <laughs> Can you imagine a more American name? A fucking no. Dick Hot Dog. Like that's, <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I would vote for Dick president Hot Dog twice. Dick hot dog. <laughs> Second term for Dick Hot Dog. Make it a foot long. I feel like you would have a, a problem voting for Dick Hot Dog. Like, what's that guy Wait, up to? Wasn't that uh, you, you know what his platform is delicious. Mm. Uh, uh, what was that fat man in Pixels that was president? Chris oh, Christie, Ke- Kevin James, oh. Kevin James. Was that he was Dick Hot Dog in that movie? Yeah, he was. I mean, that's, that's not his name, but he was <laughs> eating hot dogs. He was oh, basically his, Dick Hot Dog. I thought his name was Hot Dog. Uh, his name is Veal. Parmigiana. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. It sounds a little Catholic for my taste. <laughs> But yeah, he's given this speech, but he's got all the ground. Here's the thing is you got Harrison Ford as the president. That's that's my ticket. I don't care what's going to be going I would on. let him wear that little earring. I would vote for him. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, you'd vote for Harrison Ford if he ran for president. Yes, that's what I'm saying. saying. And Jim Marshall. Probably. Well, Jim Marshall is the dullest president you've seen in a while. He's just like, so it's so glad, great to be in. Russia, and I'm supposed to get this fucking award, but <laughs> I got to tell you, we we fucked up. We is like, and he starts talking. He's like going off script, and all of his advisors are like, "Oh my god, he's going off script." Now, and I, could you imagine such yeah. a thing? Uh-huh. That's Dude, the thing is, I want a boring president. Yes. Yeah, actually, that's true. I would like a fucking dull as dirt mm-hmm. president hot dog. Uh, <laughs> but he's basically criticizing America's efforts. I guess there's been a bunch of like, you know, potential genocide or war crimes or whatever in Kazakhstan. They you know sat idly by and did nothing but you know just do sanctions after sanctions after sanctions on them. Instead of going in and removing this man. So he's basically, it's this thing where he's like, you better be fucking afraid, terrorists, because I'm done with this bullshit. No more sanctions. Fucking bombs up your ass instead. <laughs> Somebody's in a street fight. Yeah. I, I can punch you. My name is President Punch, and I will punch everyone. <laughs> President Punch. Oh, he is kind of President wow, Punch. You know, I don't know. Now I'm thinking, like, in the debates, President you know, Punch would beat Hot Dog. Oh, absolutely. Debates. Oh, because yeah. can you imagine the headlines, too? Like, Punch TKO. <laughs> <laughs> he really won that debate? Yes. You're going to get punched. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Hot dog bruised. I really do think that we should just, anytime there's any kind of skirmish between two world leaders, just get him in the ring and see what happens. Slap yep. fight, dude. Yep. Yeah. Slap fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not, right? Like, have, you know, 
you're fighting as tributes for your nation. Now, many men may live. Exactly. Right? Actually, you know what would be cool? I don't know what it's called, but uh, we're catching up on episodes of uh, uh, Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown mm-hmm. on Netflix, and we, ca- we got this episode... Uh, where he goes to Istanbul, uh-huh. and one of the things he goes to watch is these fucking dudes. The Thunderdome. <laughs> it's kind of it might do. It might as well oh, be Thunderdome. These dudes oil each other up, and I they like do this. this like oil wrestling thing oh, yeah. where they they're like shoving their hands down the other guy's pants. Mm. Like what, dude? It is mm. wild, and I think we're like grabbing dicks and stuff. Whoa. It's crazy. But wait, that's wait, how wait, wait. You twist a dick to like down your opponent? Is that the idea? I think that's kind of the idea, dude. Dick twisted. So yeah, you get like you know whoever. I have your hot dog, president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> punch. <laughs> that's how they fight each other. That would be awesome. That but yeah, would be great. but like yeah, like we'll save millions of lives. Here we go. Let's get let's get in there and slap each other around. And see what happens. <laughs> First one who starts. Crying loses, saving lives, saving money. You know, mm-hmm. you know how much it costs. I mean, what's a bottle of oil, Steve? Thirty-eight cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, they're selling it in bottles. <laughs> what? Yeah, like you know, barrels. My sec- friend, no sexy oil. Oh, not, oh, se- not car oil. Oh, right. Or we could do like that Star Trek, like uh, you know, those weird get those weird axes at each other. And now we're just oh, hacking each other to pieces. Right, like, dude. Ba, ba, da, da, Was da. it a muck time? Yes. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah, so. we could go uh, next gen route and have Warps doing all his fucking bat left tournaments mm-hmm. and whatnot get that shit going like, on we're just fucking laser tech i don't know just like let's just do it that way like oh sorry that <laughs> that was solved by a game of fun laser tag putin's administration was dismantled due to losing laser tag <laughs> i'd love that wow what that's so great mm-hmm. done i mean how much yeah. does a blacklight thing cost i mean that's it's you're saving money mm-hmm. left and you're giving right. money to the discovery zone they could co-sponsor it <laughs> we're putting money back into the economy right. and we, Question. Could, we could stop voting for 70 year olds that's also oh true. yeah you'd have to get someone virile and quick exactly now here's a question uh personal uh experiences how many of you guys had a birthday party at a laser tag place Oh, I did not. I did really? Not. Oh, also, I by the way, Andrew, no one could see you raise your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that was pretty stupid. I of me. wish I did, though, but no, I, there was no laser tag near me. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was great. No, yeah, we didn't. Uh, we we went to a Chuck E. Cheese light kind of place, but right. for Wait, other light? people. Like not like the off brand? It was like Adventure Zone or whatever. Uh, rowdy Rats. Yeah, exactly. Rowdy Rats. Was a Rowdy Rat? No, no, rowdy no. E. Rat. <laughs> Uh, so whatever that's he makes this big speech. They're pretty confident he's going to change the world, but everyone's shitting their pants because like this, they have a whole foreign policy, and this jackass just gets up and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to punch you. Hey, <laughs> give me your face. I'm going to punch it." Yeah, it's, it's it's sort of like un, so unimaginable. It's sort of like having like one of the biggest U.S. military bases in Qatar, and then saying like it's good that they're being ejected from the international community <laughs> yep, it's, it's like that and I'm, then and then and then doubling down on that and then yet selling them uh fighter jets afterwards yep. can you imagine if that happened i, that could, would be crazy. I couldn't imagine it'd be crazy it'd be weird to have an unhinged lunatic president it'd be really strange <laughs> now here's an interesting thing uh so we cut to the airport and it's like we got to get the fuck out of here i'm sick and tired of this baseball's on <laughs> So we're trying to get wheels up on Air Force One. and Here's a question. Whenever, oh, sure. whenever Air Force One is docked, does that turn into Airport One? <laughs> like, is it always oh, Airport One? That's an interesting Like, idea. where, you mean, like, the airport in where Air Force One is? Yes. Or is it, like, mm. where it usually is? Oh, like, is that oh, Airport One? Oh, it's usually in, you know, the, the Ronald F. Hangar at... <laughs> 
Yeah, where do we keep that thing? Andrews Air Force Base? I don't know. LaGuardia. It's always a LaGuardia. (laughs) Wow, that sucks. No wonder it's a (laughs) shithole. So we get to this airport, and we're doing like the security checks or whatever. We see this woman who's like White House PR kind of lady. And she's leading in. Here we go, Gary Oldman and his merry band of Ruskies. And they're, you know, we know they're the terrorists, obviously. We saw the preview. Yep. And so they're posing as uh, journalists who are going to interview the president, Air Force One. And this was my question. I don't know if this was like a bigger role and it was a deleted scene, but did you notice the dude at the security checkpoint? Oh, I did. The the dude who's uh, the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop 3? Uh, You're going to have to be more specific. That's George Lucas, right? What? No. The guy in Beverly Hills Cop 3 that's the bad guy. Oh, I know George Lucas has a cameo in that movie. Well, whenever I see him, I think that's the bad guy. No, but do you know who I'm talking about? That no, dude? No. Axel. Hey, Axel. <laughs> hey, Axel. Uh, what do you think about having uh, a little space adventure with me? It's way better than Detroit and certainly better than Los Angeles. I call it the Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> oh, do you think he secretly wrote the Adventures of Pluto I Nash? Think, I think it's like an Alan Smithy type of job. Uh, is this the same actor, Steve, that's in the first Ghostbusters? He's the uh, Dana Barrett's like uh, yes, orchestra yeah, companion. Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah. So this guy. Wait, why? Okay, so why would I recognize him? <laughs> That is the most boring looking guy. I don't know. I, am I the only one in this room who's seen Beverly Hills Cop 3 like 20,000 no, times? I saw it a million times. I saw it. Stay tuned, by the way. I saw oh, it sure. a handful of times, but I it had diminishing returns on my rewatch. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I <didn't>. Bronson <laughs> Pinchot and his stupid super gun. I kind of <sighs> didn't care. Yeah. No, it's not good. The well, best bit of acting I've ever seen, period, especially by Bronson Pinchot, is when he gets oh. busted for coke and true romance. Yes. Yeah. Well, that uh, means you're leaving out the Langoliers, which I think is his best performance. No, I just feel I never saw it. What? Yeah. Wow. That might have to be like a two-part stay tuned because it's fucking, it was like a TV TV, movie. It's really long. Yeah. I taped that off of Fox and watched it like 25 times. Wow. I had a crush on the lady who plays Billy Crystal's wife in City Slickers. (laughs) And she's in that movie. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember this one either. (laughs) I don't remember her name. Yeah. Anyway, so that guy is. But just, you never forget a face. Nope, that's right. Uh, so this guy is—he's just doing like security, and he's like, you know, you got to go through the metal detector. This I thought he was in one. on it. I thought it was going to be a thing where he's in on it because like, that you want a crooked fuck. You look to that guy mm-hmm. absolutely, and this is totally post Beverly Hills Cop Three. <laughs> he's played a villain in a franchise film. But I mean, like nobody watched that movie, man. Like it's not like everyone's like, oh my god, that, that guy has to be so. Oh my god, it's George C. Scott. Hey, that's George C. Scott. He's going to be in the movie later. Like no, it's just some guy and George C. Scott as Air Force One security. Security checkpoint <laughs> number one. Everybody get their things together. Everybody have it. Get your fucking IDs out now. Get your shoes off. Oh, man. Better take off that belt. That would be a terrifying TSA guy. <laughs> I'm going to grab your asshole. <laughs> you want the pat down? <laughs> now make your hands into a diamond. Hands into a diamond. <laughs> Holy Did you hear me? Oh my God. I want your hands. No. No, that's a rhombus. I want them in a diamond. How would you put your hands into a rhombus? Bend like... over and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they let terrorists on board this plane. What a collection. 
colossal failure. And I know that, like, you know, uh, Xander Berkeley, who's like a air, uh, who's a, uh, a secret, sp- service. secret serviceman, service. is crooked. like, he's crooked. He's in on it. But, like, what a colossal failure this is. Absolute yeah. failure. Like, from Jump Street, this is an absolute failure. Mm. So we get on board. This woman's like, oh, do you want a tour of all of Air Force One? Yep. I was like, man, our relationship with Russia in 1997 was much different. And we just, like, took over half of it. We, you know what I mean? We just, like, <laughs> deposed their, well, the yeah, Kazakhstani, we, uh, whatever, leader. Oh, right, yeah. But I was going to say about Russia in 96, we hacked their election, basically. Mm. So Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, the... Uh, the uh, mainstream media won't tell you that because they don't want America to be looking like a bad guy, but we are. We are. So yeah, she's just like showing them around or whatever. We get introduced to like all the cast of crazy characters that's on Air Force One, including General William H Macy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, crooked Xander Berkeley. Now is this is the other guy the guy from who plays uh, the guy from CSI who plays like Flass or whatever that guy is. Like one of his advisors. Oh, the guy who takes the bullet at the end. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is he on a CSI? I thought he might have been. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Watch those shows. Yeah, no, I think I'm not like, 67 years old. <laughs> those, <laughs> those shows are hilarious because it's like, oh my god, it's a, it, it, it's two scientists like explaining what science is to each other. It's like, well, um, <laughs> that's uh, it's ice, and the other guy's like, ice? Yeah, when water gets cold, turns into ice. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, gotcha. Following along. <laughs> this All right. is the smartest show on TV. <laughs> Uh, there's a really great moment here. So, like, you know, Harrison Ford is doing the whole, like, will you just give me five fucking minutes so I can talk to my family? So in comes this daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, hey, man, uh, why don't you, like, let hey, me... Uh, be like, hey, man. Uh, she's like, I, I want to be... Uh, you know, going around with you on these tours or whatever. Why don't you let me, like, see this, like, war-torn whatever? And he's like, well, because it's really hard to look at stuff like that. And she's like, Dad, I'm 12 years old. And I was like, one, this actress is not 12 years old. Two, what are you, fucking crazy? She's like, I want to see a war-torn village. I can take it. Show me that brutality. I actually think it would be good to show a 12-year-old American kid a war-torn village. This is how everyone else lives. Just little, grow them up a bit. You yeah, think? you know what? You know, yeah. Give show, them a little, show them what it's like. Give them a moral <laughs> compass. Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't be too bad. And then we have this running gag of like the president has been taping all the big games and he's going to watch them all on the ride home and everyone keeps hilariously spoiling scores for him. Some guy's just like, yeah, Mr. President, Michigan, 13-14. What a great game. All right. And, and he's like, like you're, fucking- you're fucking going to the Hague now. <laughs> That's right. International war court. Here it comes. Spoiled the Notre Dame game for me. <laughs> And there is a scene. I mean, you want to. I mean, you want to talk about President Fucking Hot Dog, dude. Mm-hmm. This guy. I do want to talk about President Hot Dog. His wife comes in. Mm-hmm. The first lady herself, Wendy Crewson. Wendy Crewson from uh, the Santa Claus movies, <laughs> The Good Son. Oh, right, she's the mom in The Good Son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wait, is she the mom in The Good Son? Yeah, she's the mom. She's okay, like the, weird or the aunt or whatever. Yeah, like the, she's the mom that Elijah Wood starts dating in the middle of that movie. That's right. Very nice. So she's like, she's getting all sexy with the president. Sure. And it's this great thing where like. Here's the president. He watches football. He's holding an ice cold Budweiser in his hand, and he fucking tongue kisses the first lady right on this goddamn airplane. Because this is America. Yakshamash. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I love that having Harrison Ford as the president. As if did you just call him Harrison Ford? <laughs> 
Wait, Paris Ford? Yes. Yeah, we'll par- always have Paris and Ford, Eric. <laughs> no, the Paris and Ford Accords. Do you know, oh, remember yeah. this? Uh, that's that's yeah, how we got right. out of World War II. No. Um, how Harrison Ford is like the best looking president that could ever, like, by millions of miles. Sure. By millions of miles. And Wendy Cruz is the best looking first lady by millions of miles. Oh, absolutely. I guess that's true. When was What was the last, like, President Hunk? I mean, Obama's good looking. That, like, he's yeah, a good looking yeah, dude, yeah. and and uh, and, uh, totally. and Michelle Obama as well. Like, that's a good. Yeah. Lo- that's like the first like good looking couple. Yeah, you're like, wow, look at that. And, and the Kennedys, I guess the Kennedys. Yeah, yeah. no one was doing Kennedys. that to Gerald Ford. No, yeah. no, yeah. Or, or the H W Bushes. No, we no. got to go way back, like o- olden days. There's like, some like Will- William K. Polk. He might have been sexually yeah. attractive. Zachary for his Taylor, time. fucking hundred days in my bed. <laughs> Dolly Madison, she's sexy. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> great, great ice cream, the whole bit. Uh, yeah, so it's like, I don't know. This movie just keeps not wanting to start. Nope. Is the idea. Like, and you're right, Steve. It should be like, you know, directed by Wolfgang Peterson, Air Force One, cut to someone buckling a seatbelt. <laughs> exactly. Like it's it, they start like the beginning of airplane. Like everyone's just finding their seats, you know, on Air Force One. Sure. That's Yes, I there, don't need all this other stuff. The, the, one of the one of the guys in the press pool who doesn't die, or maybe he does. By the way, the body count of this movie, as uh, according to IMDb, is forty eight. It's a high body count, mm-hmm. and you have to take into account things like all these extras that are just getting thrown yeah. out of the plane, yeah. just getting brutally assassinated. Some are off camera, but there's a couple great on camera kills. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! One of the guys uh, in the press pool was uh, one of the guys from No Ma'am. Remember Al Bundy's No Ma'am uh, community there? Oh no! I, I didn't watch the show that much. It was like it was like a Al pro- Bundy's version of like the female woman haters club. Yes, it was like the man woman haters club. Yes. Excuse me. It was the uh, like the, the proto MRA. You know, oh, right? Oh man, he would totally be. All <laughs> oh, absolutely, he absolutely would. Yeah. He would be awful on Twitter. If Al Bundy found out what Twitter was. Forget yeah. about it. But at least Al Bundy wasn't racist. Yeah. Al Bundy had several African American <laughs> friends and That's he was true. never like, eh, it's the black one, Peg. Yeah. Like he was always he, thing, Al Bundy dude. was cool. After 9-11. Oh, oh that's right. True. Come yeah. on. That's Come right. On. You know what's happening. <laughs> Get out of my foot store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my foot store <laughs> where we, we sell feet. Yeah. So we're getting in gear, and I guess like there's some there's some weird uh, name dropping of Saddam Hussein. Did we catch this? Well, because I guess Saddam gets all riled up because of this speech, so he like deploys tanks to the border. Well, it, no, it's a thing where Macy was like guessing that Saddam Hussein was behind something. I think oh, was the deal. I'm ge- we that's what America loved to do. <laughs> Just I'm guess guessing what, it's. I'm Saddam? guessing what Saddam Hussein is up to. That's that was yeah. America's game show from like <laughs> 1991. Through 2003. Yeah, and then when we whack them all. <laughs> but no, it's this weird thing where they're like, yeah, so and so is like moving tanks to the border or something like that. And William H. Macy's like, oh, you think Saddam could be behind it? <laughs> I was like, what are you bringing Saddam Hussein into this for? Jurgen Proch now is playing a general. There's a fake Russian president. Yes, exactly. Like, th- th- this whole this whole conflict <laughs> we're talking about doesn't even exist. And no. Saddam Hussein has himself. <laughs> yeah, always. and it's not Air Force One starring fucking Bill Clinton, it's President <laughs> Hot Dog. <laughs> <laughs> President America is, is there cake. much of a difference between Bill Clinton and President Hot Dog? Be honest. I was President Chicken McNugget, man. <laughs> oh man, he, you, you he, think I could? If I 
if I put the shower on in Air Force One, can I light a dupe? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to set off the fire alarm. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm going to get caught again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, what are you doing in here? Smoking a dupe, General. <laughs> Great. Take turn off that Michigan game and put on some sliders. Oh, <laughs> that fuck. show you watch sliders while baked, man. Forget about it. It's before this term was invented, but hot take sliders is better than the X Files, <laughs> brother. Wow, man, that is awesome. What a president. <laughs> Apparently he loved this he movie. He loved the shit out of this movie. He screened it twice at the White House. Another president loved this movie, too. Yeah, but he thought it was a thing that was real. He thought he was watching a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just get me on a plane with Gary Oldman. I'll punch him in the nose. <laughs> oh, wait. Is he friends with Putin? Then, uh, how about a handshake? <laughs> right this way, sir. Hand something. <laughs> the one thing that they do, they play with a little bit, So, um, is the football is the nuclear football because somebody's like oh my god it's got the football oh right but mm -hmm. it like turns to nothing it comes to nothing well because that's their mission has nothing to do with the launch code so yes. i guess it's fine but so i mean actually once we finally get on the fucking airplane oh, good lord i mean this movie does get going immediately so it turns out xander berkeley is a crooked secret service agent and he like opens the the armory cabinet on Air Force One, which you know what? That seems like a bad idea that this thing exists on this plane. I mean, it makes sense, but like you shouldn't have one like well trained agent be able to like everybody shouldn't be like hanging out relaxing in the armory thing. It's got to be turning your keys, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. like two agents have to turn the keys at the same time, yes. and the guy has a gun drawn, and he's like just a, you have a sentry there, ready to go. Not like everyone's just, like playing cards. Well, I've seen better security when they change out the fucking money machine. At the goddamn Metro Card station. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, dude, forget about that. That'll make you nervous. You ever walk past those? It's like a dude yeah. with a huge fucking chain, and then this guy's got a machine gun. I'm like, always tempted to make a sudden move. <laughs> yeah, just to I see am. what happens. Yeah, to die. Well, because mm -hmm. they're all constantly out of shape, so it can't be like that quick on the reflexes. The problem <laughs> is you gotta move all those Sacagawea dollars, and that's like that's a, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> they could huck them at me. <laughs> Uh, so he opens this thing and he takes like a little smoke bomb yeah. and puts it near a vent so they think like there's a fire and as soon as Gary Oldman and his boys like see this shit they get up and they go right for this cabinet and let me tell you the brutality starts immediately was it this is rated R right yes yeah, it's well, a hard R I, I but it's not so, but not yeah. enough blood you know what I mean like let's get yeah. it let's spray some yeah, fucking well, they, blood well they wanted it to be PG-13 apparently so oh yeah they, they tried probably to dialed soften it, back, it up yeah. you are getting a little bit of it though like it mainly in this sequence but there are just extras upon extras getting fucking shredded at the beginning of this movie it's kind of outrageous in the 90s we loved machine guns and I missed how mm -hmm. much we used to love machine in movies in, yeah, our, in, in movies, our country sorry. we still love oh we still oh, we, yeah, we love yeah. the fuck you, out of you see the thing is you used to watch it in movies and be like oh man that's cool now you turn on the news and you're like that's not cool <laughs> hey man <laughs> wait and that has something to do with the assault rifle ban so maybe it's a thing we let that expire and assault rifles are out of movies now yeah maybe mm. we put that ban on and they're like well if i can't see him in real life maybe i can see him in the movies and then they'll go back to being in movies yeah it's like vin diesel is assault rifle you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like that's his He's name. like a man where he got like assault rifles for hands. <laughs> yep. Like, like a bionic man. Like maybe he crashed one of his fast and furious oh, cars. Oh no, my car trashed and now I got two assault rifles for hands. <laughs> I have the biggest testicles in the world, Vin Diesel. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna die soon. No. What? Eventually he's old. 
How old do you think Vin Diesel is? He's in his like 50s, right? No, he's like 40-something. He's as old as Paul Giamatti, I heard on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But the, <laughs> like, come on. Neither of them are going to die soon, Yeah, they though. are. Well, Dude, relatively life ex- speaking. Life someone's, expectancy, Someone's man. listening to this in the future. For the rich, forget about it. That, he's gonna bury, Vin Diesel will be laughing at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. I'm going to put my huge balls on Eric Siska's <laughs> casket. <laughs> That'd be cool. Dip, <laughs> but I mean he's terrible, right? Can we just say? Yeah, that? he's awful. He's yeah, dude, he's yeah, just it's awful. And stop telling me he's good in Boiler Room. I'm sick of hearing that from people. That's a lame defense, right? Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Come on, he, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like he said one thing and then they just modded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's he did one thing. I don't even think he had to show up for the second one. He's they just, just kept around. taking it from the first one. Um, so yeah, they murder everybody. Um, they they rush um, Harrison Ford to an escape pod. Hey, which, brother, that thing doesn't exist, man. I wish I could get baked in that escape pod, catch a beach. <laughs> oh, they, they used to have a cool escape pod, but they caught me cat- catching a hot brain in the escape pod, and then they had to cancel the whole dirt thing. Hey, man, you ever catch a hot beach in an egg-shaped room? <laughs> The president did something inappropriate in the escape pod. I'm sorry, we have to invoke the articles of impeachment. Uh, What happened? Uh, Well, he was hanging brain in the escape pod, unfortunately. Sorry, brother. I ruined it for everybody. Now there's no escape pod. Well, they took it out. I was getting a beach in it. Carter warned me about this. Holy shit. The idea of an escape pod, I don't, I yeah. kind of like it. I, I was, I, I actually, literally, when I read that today, that the escape pod didn't exist, I was like, it doesn't? Like, I really Aww. thought that that was a real thing. So they launch this thing out, and it goes flying, and then I believe, like, everyone's kind of rushed into one room is the idea. Again, yeah. it's just like Die Hard, to get everybody in one yeah. room, mm-hmm. it's a hostage situation. They immediately, it's kind of funny, because Gary Oldman's like, where is the wife and daughter? And, like, this first kid is literally the only child on the plane. <laughs> only child in the room. And she's, like, three feet in front of him. Mm. It's like, come on. What, what do kids look like in Russia? How are you confused by this? Also, like, do any research. You're about to take over Air Force <laughs> One. Know true. what the first lady looks like. Know what the little kid looks like. Yeah. I, they don't, I guess it, maybe they didn't have the internet, you know, yet. Uh, they had newspapers. <laughs> micro fashish. <laughs> oh man, you got micro fashish. Oh, roll up some of that micro fashish, man. I'm gonna smoke that shit in the pod. Hillary, get in there. We're smoking micro fashish. Get the dryer sheets, put them on the pod air vent, man. You're fine. Anyway, we can screen Air Force One and hear that movie fucking rules. <laughs> Oh man, this is like an evening I want to experience. Oh, totally, man. Hang out with Bill Clinton, partying on a on Air Force One. I'll just take a regular old plane. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be Air Force One. <laughs> hey Steve, hook in that black light, brother. I got a bunch of cool mushroom posters I want to show you. <laughs> Sir, this is Delta. <laughs> So we basically have our setup, which is Harrison Ford is Bruce Willis, and he's at like he slinks out, and it's like, oh, the president wasn't in the pod after all, no shit. And all, immediately, people, we go to the Situation Room where uh, you have Vice the, President Glenn Close, 
And uh, Dean Stockwell. He's the what? The the Secretary of Defense. I think think he's Sec Def uh, Dean Stockwell. I like that idea. I like you know. I I like this little cast. I love Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell's a legend. He's awesome in this movie. I mean, so is Glenn Close. Absolutely, she's great. This is this is a deep cast. This was when you could get, and this is interesting because this is like a this is a summer blockbuster. Nineteen. I mean, I don't know if it came out in the summer, but like it's a blockbuster. No, movie. it was a, it was a summer. Was blockbuster. it okay? Yeah. But like ninety seven. Was it summer though? Yeah, yeah. So. so, but like this was you could get these like deep ass casts for these kind of wild movies before we had like now where it's like you know. Mm. And actually, the greatest example is uh, Independence Day versus Independence Day Resurgence, where like one movie had like a ton of noted actors in it, or like you know <laughs> famous faces, and the second one is like starring Nobody. a bunch of dead-eyed kids. Because I mean, we just didn't have a deep cast bench, you know what I mean? And, and TV wasn't a thing yet, you know right. what I mean? Or TV was a thing, but like. You, not everybody had their own TV. Wait. Paul Giamatti would would be in this movie. He wouldn't be on a TV show. Are you are you you're you're making it sound like these dead eyed kids in Independence Day Resurgent had has have a TV career? Did they? Did they? I don't know. No, I just I mean like your your B grade actors are on television. Now. Right, They're not yeah. on. You know, right. like, like your Brian Cranston's. Yeah. Your, you know what yeah. I mean? Like your. Your Bob Odenkirk's. The rest right. of the cast are Breaking Bad, but you know what I mean. Like these people <laughs> could and should be in the in the uh, the war room, being like, "Oh, I don't know if the president's gonna get off that plane." You know what I mean? Like that's right. a Mike the Cleaner, like oh, on the yeah. phone in the Situation Room. Stop smoking weed in the escape pod, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I went in there. It smelled like a Crosby, Stills, and Nash concert. <laughs> that's right. I don't turn out for Neil Young. <laughs> Um, so but the funny the weird thing about this movie is like so for the first part of it we're like oh is the president gone is he not on the plane whoops we find out he's on the plane but like immediately he cannot be the president and he cannot actually like the second you realize he's held hostage any and all orders he's making are completely null and void right yeah he is not the vice president is in control of the country the second you're compromised in any way Yes. In any way, uh-huh. it should. Yeah. But that's the weird thing that uh, I keep wanting to call him Sam Rockwell, which is stupid. Dean Stockwell, he's arguing with Glenn Close about like who should be in charge, yeah. him or her. And it's something about like... He's trying to get a military coup going. He kind of is because it's it's not like a, a health thing or whatever. It's a military thing. So it goes into his courts and now he's the president. And that's why we get like Philip Baker Hall in this movie as like a constitution expert or some shit. Mm-hmm. Not enough Philip Baker Hall in this movie. He I comes agree. in like well over an hour into the movie. He's like, like the attorney general or something? Or? No, I think he's just really? like a constitutional scholar. Hmm. That's what I thought he was supposed to be. There was some line like, get the attorney general to look at the constitution. <laughs> oh, so he's the attorney general and know. he's a constitution. I, mean, I that, feel like that could you be got something. Phil Baker Hall, he's got to have a position, like a post. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But, you know. Or he's a, a degenerate I gambler. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I was just betting on the constitution down the track. <laughs> or he's a library cop. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bookman. But um, so like the president starts killing people, right? He's, Left he's, and right. He's dieharding what people. What else is new? Um, <laughs> but with his bare hands, Eric, that's the difference. Whoa! That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we need that's why we need that international Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh the, God, bring yeah. me that fucking Turkish yeah, oil wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> Throw a chainsaw in the middle of the fucking thing. And Anybody notice who one out. of the the the, bat, the one of the first baddies he kills is? 
Is it the dude from Beverly Hills Cop 3? It's Wishmaster, man. It's Harrison Ford v. Wishmaster. Oh, right. The evil Jin himself. (laughs) Yes. He gets in like a fucking fight with this dude and then eventually murders him. He breaks his neck. It's pretty awesome. The president is breaking necks. That's pretty great. It's like if Gerard Butler became the president. (laughs) He can't. He's a Scottish national. Oh, that's right. Actually, speaking of which, that was a stupid thing uh, you read on the Tribune about this of like alternate casting ideas beside Harrison Ford. They're, they're dropping Arnold Schwarzenegger Which would have been amazing. Come on. Yeah, but like then you're just going to have to have something about there was like an amendment that said that like, <laughs> or, you know, foreign well, born people can become president of the United he States. Was, he was born in like a, like a German commune somewhere, sort of like Amish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had my rumspringer, and then I ran for president. I was born in Idaho. The next day, Dad went to Germany for 14 years, and now look at me now. Oh, Sorry. That, you, actually, that's an angle. Like, I was an army brat. Mm. I was living in Germany for so long. Oh, yeah, that yeah. could be. Now, I mean, it would make no sense. But oh, it would make totally still, no sense. Still Gary Oldman's looking on the ship, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger's just naked, covered in mud, <laughs> up against the wall. It's like, oh, I, no. can, I can see you like very clearly. You're right there. Oh, no, his heat vision is working. <laughs> <laughs> he could see my pecker. Here's a question speaking of Gary Oldman. What is with all the screaming? Oh, he's losing his mind. When he finds out the president isn't yeah. on board, he loses He's it. like yelping. No, this is 90s Gary Oldman. Yeah. You know? Like this is Leon the Professional era. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's get, amazing. Gets, he's get me just everyone. screaming at the top of his lungs for this whole movie. It's mm. kind of great. Well, apparently, like, um, what do you know what uh, William Peterson called this? Wolfgang Peterson, not William Peterson. Not, not, not uh, <laughs> speaking of CSI. He should play a president. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. President Peterson, man. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm the president. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what he'd say. <laughs> what kind of cologne does this guy have? Mm. <laughs> you got a real sick fuck here. <laughs> president Rush is a real sick fuck. What kind of cologne has you got? What did you do to them, the president of the Russia? Did, did you make them watch it? Did you make her watch it? God. You wanted her to see it, didn't you? Oh, the president of Russia, you wanted her to see it. Putin, you fuck. What was the last time you watched that movie? Manhunter? Like uh, two years ago. Yeah, I'm due for a rewatch, mm-hmm. man. I love Big that time. movie. Me too. <laughs> oh, you wanted her to see it. How did you make her see it? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's something. I just looked at my notes real quick, and it's one of these things where sometimes I just write down dialogue and then I don't remember where it's from. Why is it someone says, play with this guy's balls? What? Does anybody oh, remember that? No, no, what movie wait. were you this watching? This was a private conversation we had. <laughs> I thought it was in confidence. It's in quotes. As someone says in this movie, oh, play no, with I this remember guy's now. balls. It was, um, it was like one of the generals or something that was like, after Gary Ullman makes his, like, his demands or right. whatever, he's just like, I'll be playing like catch with this guy's ball. Oh, that yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Thank you. See, I'm not crazy. No, uh, slash. I wasn't accidentally watching pornography. Oh well. That hey, was... who's gonna be playing with my balls at <laughs> the escape pod, brother? <laughs> oh man, put some credence on while you play with my balls at <laughs> the escape pod. I ran the country for eight years. Try to guess how many times I've been completely nude on Air Force <laughs> One. Answer all of them. <laughs> I don't know, Barr. Trying to give uh, 42 some advice. He told me to play with his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, I, 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 I give him an olive branch, Barr. You know, like and he gave me a hard on back. <laughs> Showed me, sh- sent me a Polaroid of his wiener, Barr. Couldn't believe it, Barr. The, uh, 
the the shaft was the branch, <laughs> and he had paint. <laughs> I can't do it. And he had painted his balls green. Okay. You know, hey uh, Hillary, I painted my balls and sent a picture to forty one. <laughs> he 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 gave me uh, uh he he pushed his boner against my thigh bar, <laughs> and I, it was a joke. He said it was a joke. I wish someone would push a boner against my thigh. Ooh. <laughs> Emperor Reagan, man. That's the that's what the amazing thing is. Imagining Air Force One with literally the, any, any president. president. Any yeah. president. Is it um is it always the same airplane? Do we change that out? I feel I like we think must. We do, yeah. yeah. We, Are we like putting new carpet down? Because oh, it would definitely. be just some chintzy seventies nightmare if it wasn't. Well, you're redoing the interior, but I guess the technology has to be yeah. upgraded. Yeah, it's probably not the same airplane. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure like every eight years or something. And I'm sure some Air Force One scholar will tweet at us the correct answer. <laughs> you made a mistake by getting on my plane. <laughs> now let's play. Who's gonna forget first? <laughs> <laughs> I, everyone knows I'm a robot. <laughs> At 20,000 feet, dementia. Can't, wait, what? <laughs> Mommy. Oh, you know, I was never nude in the escape pod once. Once. It was a waste of time. Oh, man, you know what would be a cool movie? Uh, it's... The president in space, obviously, right? Because sure, space it's, it's, president. Space president, but it's like uh, we're aliens sleeping in mm. sleep pods and shit. Oh, yes. I'm going to sleep now, Mommy. Oh, my, the computer's name is Mommy. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of Mother? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Wow. That's awesome. That would be mm-hmm. great. And then there's an alien in space. Right, it's an yeah. acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls you mother, but I call you mommy. (laughs) The first M just stands for, not machine, stands for mommy. (laughs) I've never been nude anywhere. But yeah, like how, all right, let's, let's, let's go through, we'll go from Nixon on. How many terrorists on a plane could they take out of their own volition? Okay, Nixon zero. <laughs> no, uh, Nixon was he would bite you. He, he would. He yeah, would actually. actually do, I think he would do well. He's feisty because. Oh, like, I'm gonna get your throat! All <laughs> oh, the Democrats came at me, guns blazing, Archibald Cox. You're not gonna take this plane. Oh, they forgot to frisk me. I always have a leg iron on me. Blam! Blam! Because I just feel like he was always packing heat at all times. Oh yeah, dude. Because if if Richard Milhouse Nixon had not become a shitty president of the United States, mm-hmm. he would have been some dude who was like doing money drops for the mafia. Probably. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. precisely. That Quaker son of a bitch. <laughs> so then we get Ford, and I feel Ford, he'd be choke slamming people left and right. Oh, that left bl- and right. Dude. I'm going to take out all these motherfuckers. Get the fuck over here. He's building a brick shit house. He's yeah. a football player. Yeah, exactly. He's like the Undertaker as president. Totally. I got a tombstone pile driver <laughs> on you, you motherfucking terrorist. <laughs> Your head is now a pigskin. <laughs> Casket match. <laughs> oh no, I fell over and got shot in the head. <laughs> no, no. See, that would be his downfall. Yeah. He trips and a terrorist gets a him. A literal downfall. <laughs> so we've got that. Uh, then we're going to go with Carter. Not doing too well with Carter. No. Oh, hey, can't we all just talk about this or yeah. what? No, he's dead. He's Blammo. Dead. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. Like, yeah. that's, a def- that's a def. No, that's a guaranteed zero. Unless mm. there's an accidental, like... Technically, that terrorist killed himself accidentally, but Carter was like, strike one for me, boys. <laughs> Choked on a peanut. 
Uh, but I think, yeah, all right, so then uh, after Carter, we get Reagan. Uh, Reagan, I mean, he's not doing shit. No, he's too I mean, old. He's too yeah, old. I mean, like, you know, back in the old, you know, the, the pictures. The, you know, if it, right, back in the Westerns. Yeah, you'd be punching everybody, but. I'm going to bring a horse on Air Force One. <laughs> I played a cowboy, mommy. Well, it's just like, <laughs> I am Secret Service Agent. Are you Bill? Yes, I am Bill. <laughs> you'd appreciate this, Steve. <laughs> I watched an old Ronald Reagan movie where he starred with Errol Flynn called uh-huh. Desperate Journey, and he's taken like hostage or something by uh, Nazis, and you know they ask him like, "Oh, are you American or whatever?" And he's like, "Half American, half Jersey City." Oh, nice. Yeah. So like Reagan, Reagan had some some moments some, some in the spunk. picture. So shows. like, yeah, but I think zero. He was just too old. Yeah, it's a total didn't have zero. It. Uh, then we're gonna go H W. I feel like H W would take out less than no less than five fucking. People. Oh yeah, he's breaking necks left and right. I mean because he's killed people well, with yeah, his bare hands before. C- yeah, CIA, CIA director. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, you can't you can't run the company unless you're fucking breaking necks. <laughs> I think like they probably like bring you one a year, like you, as like the strong leader. You right, have, and it's just to like keep you sharp. Room. Yeah, just keep you sharp. They they throw it's like getting thrown in with like a lion. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, CIA like, director. It's like gladiator, dude. You just gotta fucking totally. kill that. Oh, totally. totally. That definitely it. happens. He's like, oh, wow, it's the first of April already, huh, fellas? <laughs> Bring him in, and they throw a lion into the Oval Office, uh-huh. and he's gonna choke yeah. it out. Yeah, I feel like I feel like HW would land the plane. He was that wily and that, that oh, totally. monstrous. And honestly, if this if Air Force One the movie starred George Herbert Walker Bush as this president, this movie would be under an hour and a half. Because he would decimate these fuckers too sweet, land that plane with time for dinner. Now I'm can we get a, a sick doom mod, which is just uh, HW on Air Force One, like just shooting down terrorists? Oh, I would love that. I would love that. Uh, so Clinton. Clinton, like two. I don't know, yeah, maybe don't one. Know. It would be like like how Chris Farley kills people in Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> how was that again? Goofishly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at best. I, you know, I don't think W is doing shit. Hey, yeah. Poppy, can you kill some of these guys or what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. He was, And he wasn't that big either. Like, he's just... No, he's just... He's a little weaselly, like yeah. maybe one again. Like you got to give him one for the element of surprise. He's probably got like a little Swiss Army knife on him at all times, <laughs> so it's just like he's like jabbing at him. And like in his brain, like Poppy's just like, remember W, remember what I taught you, man? It, the finger <laughs> trick, how you kill a man with your thumbs. And he's just like, I don't, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, d- <laughs> hey Poppy, does that mean I got to sit on my thumb? I don't remember the thumb trick. <laughs> He's like talking to his hallucination, and the, the Russians are like, what? I'm not the president. I'm uh, Air National Guard. Move along. Move along. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Then uh, Obama, like... I think he would do all right. He'd do all right. He's a big dude. He's got, yeah, got a good Be- better reach. shape than most presidents. Definitely, he'd be he he'd be the closest to like president fist fight. Mm. Definitely, he's like a he could be a president punch. <laughs> president <laughs> punch, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah no. and, and then of course we we've got well, it, it would just be a striking heart attack after trying to lay the first blow. <laughs> I feel the idea there. Well, he would be looking for where's the escape pod. That was a movie. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. That's, that's our power rankings. That's so, the that's a presidential power rankings of who who could take out how many terrorists on Air Force. So um, Gary Oldman kill. So like um, it, um, what you would call it? Um, of course, because it's a diehard type thing. We need to be talking to people on phones. So like the president finds some phone and he's like looking through these instructions <laughs> on how to work this satellite cell phone. And it's like a great, while I, that's happening, the NSA director gets killed. Oh right. Oh yeah, that he's like, how do you how do you do the goddamn controls? He's trying to use. I think we had this portable phone in my house in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even look like a sat phone. It just looks like a phone that was in our kitchen, and it runs out of battery power just as fast. And he gets caught by some guy, and like he's calling the White House, and he's like. He's like giving them instructions while he's being like taken away. Yeah, and it's it's this stupid thing where Glenn Close, like they're all listening to him and whatnot, and Glenn Close is like, "Shut up, shut up." He's talking to us. <laughs> the president is giving us 
orders. And like the idea is if you shoot missiles or whatever at Air Force One, the security guidance system will like make it turn. Shields I don't know. Shields up, Captain. Yeah, dude, might as well. I don't know if any of this technology exists. I mean, you know, Air Force One experts write in. Let let me know how much of this but is that's cool. All, by the cool way, shit. whatever you think you're an expert in Air Force One, that's fake bullshit. You got fed a line. You got fed a line by who? I f- yeah, just you know, name them. I think Anyone. there was actually there was a special on Netflix. Just one of those like fake. Well, fake, it's now one of those like crazy like UFOs on yeah, the moon. Like, oh, the no. Air Force One came here from outer space. No, no, no. See, it's not. Years it's ago. not the ancient aliens type what? show. It was just a thing that was like, here's a tour of Air Force One, uh, okay. and it was like the history of Air Force One. Or okay, whatever. I fell asleep watching it. Pretty sure. Quickly. It was, uh, did it give you a kill count to how many people got murdered? <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty cool tour of the escape pod, though. They were like the little the little documentarian went in. And he was like. Smells like weed and McDonald's in here. Sidebar, you ever see the Pope's plane? No. I saw pics, pics of the Pope's plane. This yeah. might have been Ratzenberger era or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, Pope John Ratzenberger? <laughs> <laughs> whatever the last guy was, Palpatine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, there's like a sweet ass bed. Benedict, you're thinking of. Yeah, yes, yes. Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. Well, his Good name pope. was like Rats. John Ratzenberger was. Yeah, yeah, yeah became exactly. Pope Benedict. Exactly. I think was the idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Nami, you want to come to Vatican City? Oh, man. Now, John Ratzenberger, A, will be in any movie anywhere. Sure. Right. See, Crooked Pope. Isn't John Ratzenberger, like, Crooked Pope. Isn't he like doing like dog movies now or something? Yeah, he, like he, he, was in our, he was in our uh, our favorite movie there, Wait, uh, Russell what? Madness, remember? That's what I'm thinking of. But I think he's been in more since then. Though. Yeah, I think he's just a dog actor now. Or, or talking... He's a dog actor? <laughs> yeah. Or talking ape, dude. He does not discriminate. Oh, shit. Dude, he would be great in like War of the Planet of the Apes or something. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's truly going to be a Planet of the Apes. <laughs> hey, Nami, look at all these Planet of the Apes. I'm bummed, man. I got the invite to the exhibitor screening. Can't make it. Oh, no. Oh, sucks. I'm oh. kind of excited for it. It might have came out by now. You're listening to this. I don't know. That's true. I'll tell you what, though. Got that confirmed runtime. We're talking. In two hours and twenty minutes. No. That's every movie. That's literally that every movie yeah. that's made in, in the summer. It's got to be two. It's two twenty. Fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like so. Um, uh, I we think fire the missiles at the plane. The plane like, knocks over. I think at this point, like we don't know who's causing the thing. It's like, oh, I think it's a secret service agent. Uh, so like Gary Oldman's like, well, I've seen Die Hard. <laughs> oh right, on. I've seen Die Hard before. They suspect that there's like a rogue Secret Service agent mm. in like the belly of the plane who's oh, fucking shit. with it because they ke- they don't know that it's the president. And he keeps dispatching one guy at a time. One guy goes down. One guy goes well, down. We gotta be patient. President. <laughs> the president goes nuts. He starts cutting up a summer camp of yeah. sexy teens. Uh-huh. He's that like, would be awesome. Wearing one of them as a, like a mask, like one of their faces. <laughs> as a mask. You shouldn't have let me drown, mommy. <laughs> now you have to die. He would be Reagan would be an amazing serial killer because mm-hmm. of the mommy shit. You oh know? yeah, yeah creepy totally. as all. He's like fuck. fucking uh, psycho. Yes, dude. Uh, who at this camp is having unprotected sex? <laughs> I'll put a stop to that. A boy's what? best friend is his mommy. <laughs> what? What's that? It sounds like a deranged old man. Shut up, baby. Keep smoking it up. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. 
so like Gary Oldman likes using the intercom on Air Force One quite a bit. Yeah. Mostly to instill fear on people. But sure. there's this crazy thing where he brought Dinner's ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why the intercom was used in the nineties in my house. Oh really? Oh, you had an intercom in your house? Briefly. People, yeah, why they, was it brief? I don't it know. Broke, it probably they always. It broke. might have been my. It might be just my fragmented memory of mm-hmm. like my tortured past. I might be just remembering movies. My buddy had <laughs> a, I think an intercom. We did. It was, it was broken. Did. It was like I feel like everyone who had an intercom, like yeah. in the eighties, you'd buy, you'd yeah, build yeah. it. And I it would think break. we got it in like the mid eighties, and uh-huh. then by the mid nineties, they just took it out. I think I I also had a friend. There was an intercom in the house, and it was the coolest thing ever. Except it was totally broken. Yeah. But so Gary Oldman, he's fucking fed up with not having his demands met, and th- this is kind of like a brutal scene. They bring back that like peppy PR representative. Yes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to shoot her right in the face if you don't give me, you know, whatever it is. And he's also like, this is to the man who is killing my men under the plane. I will fucking shoot this woman in the head. Oh, that's right. He's like trying to coax Harrison Ford out of hiding. Which is, I mean, like so much of this movie is like, I don't negotiate with terrorists. I'll never give in. And I'm a fucking man. Right. And like at the end of the movie, he totally fucking buckles like a belt. And it kind of destroys that whole part of the movie. He lets this woman get shot in the fucking head. She's like screaming for her mother and all this shit. It's, it's brutal. And it's it's broadcast all over the plane. And everyone's like, oh man, that sucks. And it's just like, ooh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, glad we're all stuck in this room with William H. Macy. Ooh. <laughs> Moving along, Harrison Ford moves into this room. He finds like this woman who le- lets him know how to get a fax going. Oh, fax lady is the oh. hero of this movie. Uh huh. Fax lady does not get enough credit in this movie. <laughs> so they're like, uh, the president eventually like reveals himself. Like he goes into the room where everybody's hanging out, and it's like, oh, they cut the phone lines or whatever. We can't get word to. Or he's like, my my fucking battery on my phone died. And this lady's like, no, sir, the fax machine is on a different line, and odds are they probably probably missed it so like he's trying to send this code to them uh to like go down to a certain altitude at a certain speed because this is the most ridiculous action set piece in this movie i think uh they're like we have to do this mid-air refuel because harrison ford dumps all the fuel out of the plane so they're like all right we're gonna send a fueling plane to you and this is like where you have to get to and this and that and blah 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 this thing is such a fucking bungled disaster. Hundreds of people die. Well, not hundreds. Well, like Ten yeah. to twelve people are just, just shocked. So much death happens right here. But well, also like Gary Oldman is not. Do, here's two things. One, why is Xander Berkeley undercover the whole movie? That doesn't make any sense. You need dudes with guns. You need. You, you yeah. are very low on people holding guns at people, especially when people start getting taken out by President Punch. Yeah, exactly. And Xander Berkeley is just like. He's just like sitting on his hands waiting for like this monologue that's going to happen in the last act, which actually never happens. And it bothers me that you have no idea why his allegiance is with Gary Oldman. Like it's never explained. He's just a crooked Secret Service agent for no reason. It needs to be explained. Yeah. And so the whole thing is like, you know, William H. Macy says, if you can get to this altitude and reduce to this speed, we have a shit ton of parachutes on board and we can get all these people off of the plane. So there's this whole scheme to trick Gary Oldman into thinking he's just going to get all this gas and they're going to get everybody off and whatever. And he like, I don't know, there's like a security camera or something. Yeah, fi- oh, because a go- thing goes off and yeah. it's like, oh, the fucking back of the plane opened. Like, of course an <laughs> alarm's going to go off for that. 
para- it's like parachute ramp open. Yeah. Apparently, there's actually an on. Well, this is another thing that's not actually on Air Force One. Really? Yeah, a bunch of parachutes. No, like cargo. Yeah, it was just like no parachute. Oh man, where's the parachute ramp? <laughs> oh man, the only way you're gonna get high is in the escape pod with I'm, me. I'm gonna work very hard to ensure that. People have golden parachutes. (laughs) I'm not talking about urine. I'm talking about a lot of money. (laughs) So they're hawking people out the back of Air Force One. And you see, it's kind of my favorite shot in the movie. Is uh is a uh, fax machine lady's just like I did it I got off Air Force One <laughs> yeah. like it's it's because it's all these anonymous extras jumping yeah. out of this plane and then fax machine lady gets her little close up. But where up. is fax machine lady touching down in hostile territory? Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like what happens to these people? Well, we don't know where we are. We're, we're yeah. between somewhere between Russia and Kazakhstan. I guess we're like doing a loop. I think they're like getting dumped into like the Red Sea or something. <laughs> I think it's a Caspian Sea. Caspian. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. Yeah, it is the Caspian. I'm sure she just gets her head cut off in the woods. Or <laughs> yes, something. most likely. Like something bad's happened. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, so this, whole, so Gary Oldman like gets hip to it, and it's this whole fuck around thing in where the the gas tube like pulls out of Air Force One and it scrapes against the side of it or some yeah. shit, and there's a spark. And the fucking hose catches fire, and this whole fueling plane just goes <laughs> up. That guy can't even get a prayer out. That guy's like, our fa- <laughs> <laughs> Just nothing. It's outrageous. You did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. You did not see it coming. And of course it happens when Harrison Ford's like hanging out the back of the airplane. The first of a couple times he does that in this movie. But the funny thing is like our A1, like you should have got out the escape pod because literally you're just putting everyone else's life in danger and yep. the country. And that's like sort of like what's beaten down into you when you're the president. They sit down with you like, look. You're you're not just one man, blah blah blah. I imagine. I mean, imagine that. No, happens. they don't do this. Well, I think isn't that the speech they give you when they give you the fucking the codes of the bunker yeah. and everything? It's like you, you are you are not one man. You yeah. represent millions of people. They sat Trump down, and when you said like a, they go a one, okay, and he's just like very good steak sauce, the best steak sauce. <laughs> Could I have that well done, burnt to a crisp? <laughs> I want a little meat chip. It's gonna be. I want it to look like I have a French. Fry consistency. And then, but no. then it pans up and it's like uh, Homer Simpson, like with like the barnyard animal play, <laughs> playing music, playing the fucking jug. I had a legitimate laugh at the start of this whole scheme when Fax Machine Lady, like, you know, it makes her big reveal. Yeah. Harrison Ford goes, If this works, I'm going to make you Postmaster General. Fucking great line. Yeah. What if that happens? Like, oh, why isn't there this new lady's post? Oh, she like, got the president wait, off. Why is the post office disbanding? Like, what is this debacle? Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fax machine lady? Wait, <laughs> that's what he called her? <laughs> what is this? Fax machine lady is now post office lady. <laughs> Says I, President Punch, I pay to play. And I'm, I'm playing with Fax Machine Lady. But the funny thing is, so like, um, they catch him at this point, and like, he's he's abducted by uh, by Gary Oldman, and like, yeah. everyone's freaking out uh, back at the White House, and the press gets wind of it, and like, basically, Glenn Close is like, 
Everybody, uh, hi. Uh, I want you all to pray for Air Force One. Are you kidding me? Like you don't you don't go live until you've got the president in hand or he's mm-hmm. dead. Like, yeah. There's no middle ground. Well, there. they get fucked over though because this dude comes in and he's like, uh, somehow CNN's reporting that Air Force One crashed. Fake news. And they're like, <laughs> that's, oh. that's fake news. <laughs> CNN, Jim Acosta. Of course, they got it wrong again. Well, in this situation, he's right. That is yeah, fake news. Yeah, it is. Because you see Glenn Close, and she's like, oh. Fuck! <laughs> so they have to like try to get out in front of it somehow. Yeah. And the plan, well, so like this press secretary goes out. This guy's fucking spicering all over the place. <laughs> so then Glenn Close like gets up there. She's like, "Get out of the way, dummy!" And mm. she gives the speech. But yeah, pray for Air Force One. How about fucking just fix it? <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I'm no, going to stay glued uh, to my television. I heard Jeb could fix it. All right. <laughs> Please save Air Force One. <laughs> Please. I think I feel like Jeb could take that. Jeb's a pretty tall dude. Pretty yeah. beefy. Well, yeah, the problem is the beef might hold him back a little bit. <laughs> He's a biter, just like his idol, Nixon. That, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He I think he would do he might do I think he would do better than W. Yeah, he would. I know some people <laughs> would think maybe the opposite, but I think he would do better. Under under distress, I think a Jeb would fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like Christy would like bowling ball a bunch of people. Like he'd just go down a hallway and like five to ten people would Christy, fall down. Dude, man. he'd do the thud butt fucking bangerang. <laughs> just fucking roll down a ramp. Yeah, he'd fucking he'd, he'd fucking suffocate someone with his tits. But <laughs> man, funny enough, we'll never see him be president. No, no not no, at all. No. Or anything else ever again. Maybe a lobbyist. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. He's going the fucking Howard yeah, Dean route for sure. meat lobby. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza burger lobby. <laughs> Uh, you know, everybody's ordering the twin burger at diners. Everybody, you know, there's way too much of that. We need some more pizza burgers and diners. It's mozzarella cheese on a hamburger with some bad tomato sauce. Your impression of Chris Christie is way tougher than Chris Christie has ever sounded. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so there's then there's a lot. So this next couple of scenes is basically just like Gary Oldman and Harrison Ford like slap fighting and oh, shit. Man. But they're just beating the shit out of the president of the United States. It's kind of awesome. It's yeah. pretty cool. But it got me thinking because I'm watching Gary Oldman and he's like shoving Harrison Ford's face up against a bulkhead mm-hmm. and like kicking him in the stomach and shit. You know what? Gary Oldman would have made a really cool Indiana Jones villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. How cool would that have been? Right. He's just some like maniacal scientist or whatever. Better than uh, Kate Blanchett, I think. I yeah, think she, she, was, she was good. The she movie was, was good, bad. but yeah, the movie was bad. But I feel like. She was maybe too good for it. I feel yes. like Gary Ullman would have chewed it a little better, made it a yeah, little more yeah. pulpy. You're can't. totally right. She's not chewing it. She's just being a great actor. Yeah. Gary Oldman would be like, oh, I get it. This is garbage. Yeah, but exactly what you need. Like he's doing in this movie. <laughs> but then you have where it was, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, you know, like that's <laughs> you, you can't You can't act next to that. It's, that's right. Yeah. I was just the, lying about being a double, <laughs> President <laughs> Punch. <laughs> I'll have a double pizza burger. <laughs> oh, got Ray Winstone as Chris Christie. Yes, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. To oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right, yeah. Actually, or Howie Mandel in a fat suit. <laughs> Ooh, that's good, too. <laughs> Either Question, way. Question, how clean is that fat suit? Dirt, oh, it's got to be dirty. No, no extra clean. Because Howie Mandel's got crazy OCD and germophobia. Oh, that's Yeah, you're bad. fucking, you're putting that thing through a car wash at the end of every shoot day. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know he was that mentally disabled. 
He's 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 hardcore with that dude. He will not like shake hands with people and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny because Howard Stern used to fuck with him on America's Got Talent with that all the time. Well, of course, put a used condom in his fucking Pepsi. Uh, he just, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking slung it at him like a slingshot. <laughs> Migs. That's probably where the the rubber glove came, bit came from. Like he just had it, and they're like, "Howie, what are you doing with that rubber glove?" Because like he was like afraid to open the bathroom. He's like, yeah. "Oh, uh, uh," and then he put it over his head. He's like, <laughs> "Can we?" I'm like, "Oh, that's funny." That's and I a feel good like bit. we can also acknowledge now that that was a terrible bit. Yeah, and he should apologize. <laughs> that was an that was a fucking comedy crime. Seriously, like fuck, it was easier back then. Huh? <laughs> The amazing Jonathan pretended to drink windshield wiper fluid or whatever. <laughs> Windex. That's that's a little more of an art. Speaking of the amazing Jonathan, can I tell you something magician related that Please. happened to me? I had a dream last night that I was hanging out with Penn Jillette. Okay. Really? And it was pretty cool because he was just like, he was like doing a magic trick in front of me, but it was like wizardry magic like it wasn't a real magic trick and i was like this is the coolest thing ever and then i woke up and i was like oh man i wasn't hanging out with pen gillette (laughs) you're the first person to ever feel that (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to hang out with those dudes you wake up like oh man i hung out with pen gillette last night I think it would be a lot of fun, dude. They are Vegas royalty, those two. Are you kidding me? I had a dream not long ago that I was hanging out with Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, fuck. That's even better. Right? I was like, put me back under. You know, like (laughs) Flatliner me or something. You see the remake in that? Really? The remake in Flatliners. I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a TV show. Mm. I just saw this IMDb thing that was like, Here's a trailer for Flatliners. And I was like, no, thank you. Good day. You know, not enough medical students these days are experiencing the afterlife <laughs> by killing themselves for brief periods of time. Totally. If you're listening right now and you are part of the medical studies community, please, you guys trying to flatline or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. I would like to hear about the afterlife. And if you saw some little shit heel in a red hoodie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Kiefer Sutherland at all. Yeah. Yeah. Or a or a totally out of her element Julia Roberts. Yeah, it's she doesn't belong in that movie. Ooh, Oliver Platt. Yeah. Oh, that's Flatliners is an Oliver Platt movie. Yeah. <laughs> he could play a president. Oh, absolutely. How has he not? That's unfortunate. Right? Well, it's a sad. Nukem. Now that's what I want in a president. Mm-hmm. So. Um, they finally, he finally, it takes forever for this movie to get there. It's like they put a gun to the little girl's head. Yeah. He's like, Release General Reddick right now. I and mean, that's like, fucking step one, Gary Oldman. Exactly. Just, just get to it. And like, he's like, I will kill one hostage every 30 minutes. It's like, great. Why don't you put a gun to the fucking first daughter's head and say, yeah. I will blow her brains out. Exactly. And then I'll do the wife after that. And then everyone's like, all right, take the, take the general because that's like a PR nightmare. Yeah, you don't start with the losers. Yeah. You start with the most important hostage and work your way backwards. Mm-hmm. So they call Moscow and they, they let this dude out. And it's just like, why? Why would you ever do that? Well, at least like lie about it, but I guess though Gary Oldman's got people like inside the prison, he's got people on the ground or something. That's very ill-defined. But like again, like he's <laughs> he lets this woman die. This woman gets shot in the fucking head. He's like, don't. And he starts like crying. He's like, don't put that gun in that my little girl. Yeah, and I mean like yeah, I know he's a dad and all that stuff. But like, come on. <laughs> come on or and also like he tells glenn close what to do 
and like Dean Stockwell rightfully is like, well, we can't do this. Like that's yeah. sorry, some dudes are lucky and some ain't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how that shit works. And it's fucked up because Stockwell gets all these signatures to like enact the whatever. I don't know if he's trying to get the Twenty Fifth Amendment in play or what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. But he's like, hey, Glenn Close, I, have I think it was a birthday sig- card. <laughs> no, I think it was it's, like, hey, hey, Sam, we got to declare that the uh, president is mentally incapacitated in order for you to leap behind oh. this sheet. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, I got to tell you, I've been secretly watching Star Trek Enterprise a little bit oh. here and there. It's not great, but it's like Star Trek I haven't seen before. Did so you get to the Nazis yet? No. There's but, alien Nazis. Uh, uh, sure. I mean, that's not shocking. There's there's alien Dude, Nazis in every Star Trek. I believe series. Hitler takes over New York City in that show. So what? Oh, in. I gotta keep watching. Oh, yeah, but the, 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 the aliens help him. There's an episode recently that I watched where this dude turns out to be a time traveler from like 900 years in the future, and he's like talking to Scott Bakula about time travel. And I wanted Scott Bakula to be like, I know about time travel. <laughs> I know. A <laughs> Don't talk something. to me about fucking time travel. Quantum I, Leap is a great show. I wish like Glenn Close was like dealing with Dean Stockwell. She's no, I'm not going to sign the thing. You know, the president's still the president. And then she looks in a mirror and she looks exactly like Scott Bakula in a dress. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It would be a great twist. And it's just so Glenn good. Close's voice just goes, oh boy. <laughs> it would be so good. God, that would be great. Right? So, but she doesn't. They let out Raddick, uh, who is Jurgen Prochnow, who doesn't have, he's like a silent performer in this Totally movie. no dialogue in this the movie. The tramp himself. <laughs> I will be dancing together at the Anaguru Ball. <laughs> well, I also love that he has to like sign his stuff. Like, it takes him forever to get out of this. It's right. like the opening scene of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Unprophylactic used. <laughs> it's outrageous. I'm like, just let this guy out of jail. It's taking forever. It is really taking a long time. Like, you know what? He doesn't have to sign for his things. He's being pardoned by the president with a gun to his head. Exactly. Let's just let him go. <laughs> so then while that's all happening, I think that has to take so long because at the same time, now is the big Gary Oldman, Harrison Ford, and the First Lady fight at the the again on this cargo loading yeah, part he, of the plane. Harrison Ford like uses a, a a piece of broken glass to cut out of his electrical tape. He yep. shoots the pilot in the head, and then they start you know wrestling around. A really bit. going for it, mm-hmm. uh, and we get the big fight. And he you know this is he he wraps the parachute around Gary Oldman's neck. It's the very famous get off my plane. Get off my plane. That's audio directly from the movie. <laughs> uh, and it's it's actually, I didn't remember this hey, uh, going. Harrison Ford, who is, who is your favorite comedy director? <laughs> director David Wayne. <laughs> uh, hey, Harrison Ford, uh, who is your favorite star of Deadwood? Irish actor Ian McShane. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite um, uh, Cypress Hill song? Insane in the Membrane. <laughs> but who's your actual favorite hip-hop artist? T-Pain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, hey, Harrison Ford, what's your drug of choice? Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, definitely. Without sure. fucking question. Fuck. Looking at him on Conan O'Brien ever. I would love to be in that room. Oh man, we're fucking lighting up in here, Harrison. Get in the pod, brother. Isn't it kind of weird that I was actually president for eight years, but you were kind of a better president in that movie one time? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Harrison Ford and Bill Clinton smoking weed together. What a fucking treasure. And that has to have happened at least once. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Release the tapes. <laughs> Yo, does that dude who played Chewbacca smell weird or what? <laughs> I'm just imagining that. Was it Peter May? Yeah, Peter Mayhew. <laughs> I love that he's checking his facts <laughs> during this high conversation. I believe he just he just seems like a guy that kind of smells like Greek food all the time, <laughs> like sake sauce. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of sour, but it smells pretty good. Yeah, that boy smells like yogurt and chives. <laughs> I feel like at this point, Harrison Ford has tuned him out. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Harrison Ford has resorted to watching whatever is on TV. <laughs> Closed circuit television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Once this thing lands, how about we go outside and you show me how to use a whip? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Oh, whatever. But the cool thing is that I didn't remember was not only does he get tossed out the plane, but it's like neck break. Oh, it's beautiful. Goes. And yeah. you get to see the like shot. the parachute is yeah. open and he's like just dead in a parachute. It kind of mimics the fax machine lady <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like, okay, so fax machine lady gets stranded in the middle of the wilderness <laughs> and then this fucking dead terrorist drops down Gary Oldman and uh, now it's just Swiss Army Man. <laughs> Man, that's a great movie. Oh my god, and Gary good. Oldman's just fucking farting everywhere yeah, and fax he's... machine ladies dragging him around. <laughs> Jesus, that would be cool. It would be amazing. Let's think about doing that. Sure. That should mm. be like a sequel we make like fucking 50 years after, <laughs> what, however long it's been since this movie came out. Fax which, Machine Lady would see. love to work. By the way, anyone see this in theaters? Oh, no, yeah, big, big I did not. I did, I did. Yeah. Opening I did weekend, not. I was excited. Yeah. And I was bummed because my mom is a huge Harrison Ford fan. Uh, who isn't? And I think she saw it in theaters without me. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was kind I, of my family wow. didn't go to the movies together, though. I can yeah. tell you... Uh, exactly how many times I've been to the, the movie theater with my mother. You ready for this? Uh, the Lion King. Uh-huh. Live action Casper. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Uh, 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 Royal Tenenbaums. Wow. Really? Wow. And that's not counting like a couple of trips to the drive-in, but that is the amount of times we saw movies in theaters together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of movies with my mother. Boy's, yeah. boy's best friend is his mommy. <laughs> mommy, let's go to the movies. <laughs> mommy, thank you for taking me to Pulp Fiction when I was 11 years old. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. So envious. Yeah, I. this was a rental. It, but it was like a. I knew what this movie was well, and yeah. was bummed I didn't see it. Sure. So it was like the second that shit was out at Blockbuster. It was like they had the poster up, like getting ready for it to come out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, today's the day. Let's go this Friday for Harrison Ford. And you got the wall of... Wall of tapes. The wall of fucking tapes, dude. Wasn't that a glorious experience? We love the wall of tapes. It was kind of nice. So, so Gary Oldman's dead, but we got like 45 minutes left of this somehow, movie. Somehow, it's oh like, oh, how God. are we going to land the plane? You I can't do that, though. Shit. You can't do that. Well, here's the thing. You could do how are we going to land the plane, and that's a fine little thing to have, to put a button on the movie. It's like, well, you landed, Mr. President. Congratulations. Welcome to Antarctica, or wherever <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> oh, now, there, now there's fighter pilots oh, on their yeah. tail. It's like, let's rip off the like, end oh of Top God. Gun, I guess. And then there's also like, I feel like, at the end of Top Gun, World War Three starts, and we just kind of forget about it. I well, maybe that's going to be addressed in Top Gun. Wow, it's like post-apocalyptic, <laughs> dude. What a fucking 
in turn for you Top would Gun just 2. Just fucking retitle Oblivion to Top Gun 2. Because like <laughs> Top Gun ends and it's like, hey, uh, you know, Tom Cruise, you're not all that bad. You just passed Top Gun. Oh, by the way, uh, there's this like the Russians are in MIGs and we need to have a dog fight right now over wherever the fuck. It, that movie does end on a sequel setup. Kind oh, of. Yeah. yeah. I need to rewatch that movie because also it's like. Well, you got to get ready for Top Gun too. Exactly that only. But didn't we, we had po- we had proxy wars with the Russians. Right? Yeah, I heard rumors uh-huh. that there were American fighter pilots in yeah. Israeli jets and Russians in Egyptian jets. Oh, really? That's a movie. That is a movie. Right? Wow. Why not? It's, and it's called Proxy, and it's better than that horror movie that was Proxy. So, um, the fighter pilots are coming, uh, and then like some Americans come and start like fighting for the Americans. The this, best shot in yeah. any movie <laughs> is an F-15 taking a missile for the president, uh, not unlike a Secret the Service agent. Suicide yep. jet. It's outrageous, and nobody gives a fuck. Also, nobody could this, care in, less. in this sequence, they doubled down on the get off my plane because they were like. I think that's going to be the big line of the movie, but maybe. Let me try this on for size. Okay? Yeah. Wait, let me just try this, Wolfgang. Get him off my tail. <laughs> what you... And yes, that is rightfully what you're highlighting. But right before that, when these uh, U.S. fighter pilots show up, there is a line that I feel like was Harrison Ford just fucking around and Wolfgang Peterson was like, yeah, that's fucking funny. Let's keep this in. <laughs> Because he's he's flying the plane, so it's a lot like Han Solo, and uh-huh. he turns around like his his daughter and wife are behind him, and William H Macy's being co pilot, so he's the Chewbacca yeah. in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and like, <laughs> I'm William H Macy as Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm the littlest Chewbacca. <laughs> Fargo's not a planet; it's a it's a movie. <laughs> My Yoda's back there, and he's got an ass in his cock. <laughs> no, so when they say, like, oh, Mr. President, we're here or whatever, Harrison Ford turns around to his family, and he just goes, ha-ha, those guys are here. Yeah, yeah. What is that? That's not a line from an actor. Are I you thought kidding? he said the good guys are yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's the good oh, guys. The good, are, oh, I yeah. thought he said <laughs> those guys. <laughs> but actually, but still, ha-ha, it's the stupid. good guys are here. It's a dumb. It's kind it's of worse. Dumb. It's it's a bit worse. Yeah. So stupid. That, that's Trump. Like, get them off my tail. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the good guys are here. <laughs> They've got my ketchup. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, there are so many, like, applause lines. So, like, once, yeah. once Gary mm. Oldman dies, um, like, uh, you know, um, Ford gets on the thing. It's like, well, we've taken back the plane. And everyone's like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> or some guys like, we've taken back Air Force One. Like, and everyone yep. in the room like loses their mind. And like, yeah. in the audience, I remember like being in the audience, yeah. people were clapping at this movie. Oh, of course, like it was That's fucking Kramer coming out every four minutes. Because this dude, this Mer- this movie is America fucking kicking some ass. Mm-hmm. And it was when Russia was like comical to us. This like brief period where they were comical to us. Yeah, because yeah. Boris Yeltsin yeah. was a fucking like crippled alcoholic. Yeah, it was wild times to make fun of Russia. So um, the the plane thing comes to nothing. And Absolutely then, nothing. But like in that fight, they the rudder gets blown up, and like oh my god, we can't land the plane. So this other plane comes over, and then like Xander Berkeley is like, "Oh hey, I've been in this movie the whole time." Yeah. yeah, it's so stupid. And basically, they're like, "All right, we're gonna like zip line everybody." So like the rescue plane's above you. We're gonna get this like you know little harness down or whatever, and then like 
the rescue plane will go below and mm-hmm. you're just going to like shimmy everybody out. And Harrison Ford is still like, no, my daughter first, then my wife. Oh, and this other guy took a bullet for <laughs> The first thing, you, it, the guys are like, all right, uh, all right, Navy SEALs, this is going to happen. The president's not going to want to get on there. You have to incapacitate yep. him. He is the first one that, he's the first yeah. and maybe only person that gets off the plane. I don't know. Yep, By the way, exactly. if you're still watching the movie at this point, this is where you could fall asleep. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. the hangover movie where you, where you fall asleep. Yeah, this and is the it, it just takes forever. It, it is just ridiculous long. You take this one, that guy goes. It, it, it's the wife, the, then it's the daughter, then it's the guy. There was also some guy that did jump in front of a bullet for the president and he's just still bleeding everywhere and they're taking him over. I'm like, yeah, what? Harrison Ford's like, off. come on, buddy. You're, you're, you're injured. This man's injured. And the, yeah. the one guy, rightfully, is like, oh, Mr. President, are you kidding me? And he's like, you fucking do it, Junior. No, it's like, no, no, no. You have a little like, you sedate the president and you right. get him on the thing. That's yep. how that works. Exactly. So we're going through this whole oh, thing. You don't, I want to be sedated, <laughs> baby. Let's do it. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I want to be sedated. Hey, do you think you can play the Ramones on the saxophone? I'm going to try it out. And they're hey. going to go to the Rammstein Air Force Base. Yeah, that's pretty great. Ooh. Du hast. Du hast mich gefragt. Yeah. Du hast mich gefragt. Und du hast nichts gesagt. Ooh, this podcast needs subtitles. <laughs> so, um, Xander Berkeley reveals himself, and I'm not even entirely sure For why. No, I, the, oh, I've been thinking about it after you and I were talking about this earlier today, and I think the only reason is because they're basically like, look, we don't have time. Like, this plane is slowly crashing. Yeah. We only have time for one more person, and it's got to be you, Mr. President. And I think this is where Xander Berkeley's like, no, fuck this. I'm doing it. But also, like, of course you're not. Because they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you, well, like, you could have gotten up- away with it all. You could have yeah. just fucking, you know, like, you didn't have to be disgraced. <laughs> like, it didn't go well. Your attempted assassination or whatever. Right, but president. nobody knows because he never revealed himself. Exactly. So if he just, like, buttoned up, yeah. he should be, at this point, honestly, he should be helping get people off faster. Yes. And yeah. he's kind of just hanging back. So then he starts freaking out. He kills one of these Air Force dudes. He kills William H. Macy. William H. Macy has the line, which is like from another movie. Where I was like, it was you. And I'm like, I don't even know what your name is, William H. Macy. And I barely know who what Xander Berkeley is doing in this movie. Like, I think William H. Macy is a general. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I, sure. I think that's his rank in this movie. A general who could know. And then he gets shot and he dies. And then like... Uh, President Punch takes out fucking Xander Berkeley. Yep, and then so he like he he takes him out, kind of just incapacitates him, really. Yeah. Harrison Ford straps the thing on himself. He flies out of the plane, yeah. and then you see like this bad <laughs> model of Xander Berkeley, like oh boy, <laughs> yeah. as Air Force One like crashes and yeah. rolls over a bunch of times and, and then shit. CGI was. Debris was spread oh, over dude, a ten com- mile radius. Computer cartoons just splatted everywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> and like he just lands on the same. Like his corpse is next to the corpse of Fax Machine Lady <laughs> and all the other people that tried to get off that plane because it was just a hostile territory. Yeah. And he gets back on Air Force One. And you know, here's the thing that sucks. This movie just ends. Like he gets on the plane. Yeah. The plane becomes the new Air Force That's One. That's when you get a, your last clap Woo! line. Yeah, it's like the president's aboard. The you know FX one two seven has now become Air Force One. Woo! And everyone likes cheers. By Michael way, Richards comes. <laughs> every uh, apparently, uh, Glenn Close was in the script. Her character was supposed to break down in tears and like not be able to handle it. And, at like, this moment, like this no, moment of victory, like, in the middle, like when it was getting tough on oh, her, and like God. Glenn. 
close was like, I'm not doing it. Like that, this Thank is like the God first time that. like there's ever been like a female vice president. Yeah. I'm not gonna like have her like break down in hysterics. Yeah, totally. So 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 yeah, this plane becomes Air Force One, but that's the end of the movie. Listen, mm. I need a fucking yep. New Hope-esque metal scene at the Ooh. end of this thing. Honoring, above yep. all else, fax machine lady. <laughs> I need to see her coordination as Postmaster General. The president giving himself medals. Well, I guess that was also a Purple Heart there. And, uh, <laughs> medal Bronx of Freedom, Star, of course. Yeah, well, obviously, I did that too. Killer of the most terrorists, gold medal. <laughs> all right, Peter Mayhew, you get this for smelling like Greek food. <laughs> But instead, we just we fade to black, and that's kind of the end, which is a real bummer. I kind of feel like this is how you become president for life, right? A, first of all, no one would ever believe this story. If you heard this story, like this, really happens. Like, oh, did you hear that the uh, president dispatched of like forty terrorists on Air Force <laughs> One and saved the day? Like, no, that didn't yeah, happen. That, yeah, that's nah. false, Alex uh, Jones would call it a, fa- a false flag. Fa- false flag. Well, unless Trump did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well then it's... Well, he it, probably had male vitality serum before he went on the plane. That's how he did it. He, he snorted a, a cow's stiffened penis bone. <laughs> or whatever that magic is. Uh, I guarantee you it's more artificial and crappier than that. <laughs> Here's a question. Yeah. I mean, this movie's over. And this movie is super successful. There should have been like three President Punch movies. You know yep. what I mean? This oh, is the first yep. one, Air Force One. Yep. Maybe it's Camp David is another Ooh, one. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, Camp David, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's where he becomes Jason Voorhees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yep, actually, yep, I mean, because you're right. Guy, guy. And then the final one is 1600. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it stands for two things, like the address, Pennsylvania uh-huh. Avenue, and also the amount of people he murdered. I was, I was hoping you were going to say body <laughs> yeah. count. I was <laughs> right there body, with you. Yeah, definitely body count. <laughs> but that's, I think... He's what, just, dude, the movie ends. The sun is setting on the White House, and it's Harrison Ford digging a mass grave in the backyard. <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck. Better call it the Red House. Get out of my house. Yeah, Get off my camp. Yeah, if all of those Teddy Roosevelt yeah. could have a fucking bear back here, I could back mass grave <laughs> you, you better call your parents to pick you up because camp's over yeah exactly <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> but happy campers we kind of <laughs> do that though with these gerard butler uh aaron eckhart movies. yeah but it's not the same it's not because those no. movies are way worse than this movie this movie yeah. has like gravitas like bullshit gravitas for sure oh it's like, garbage toss but it's definitely gar- garbage toss but, <laughs> but i would toss nonetheless i would like totally. two to three of these movies for sure, sure. why not uh, oh 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 so the, here it is you could do a sequel now right where it's like Harrison Ford's on a book tour. Oh, nice. And he's got to make a stop. What's the first stop on a, on the book tour? President Punch's presidential library. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, shit. Fucking. And then if you want to just keep ripping Die Hard, dude, the brother of Gary Oldman's like, fuck this takeover library. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's and he's like, yeah, it's some overdue fees, <laughs> Punch. <laughs> I'm cutting up your ID card. Hey, the computer costs two dollars a print. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Photocopies are ten cents a punch. <laughs> yes. Is he just working there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just actually yeah, it's working. A, it's, it's a regular library too. Uh, is this an around the horn recommend? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's, it it's is. a hanger, uh, hangover movie. It's not definitely. It's not great. Uh, it's just kind of. It is slow. Um, it should end with Gary Oldman's death, and you get totally. like five minutes of of wrap up time, and you're done. You're out of there. Yeah, the fact that he's like murdered 
40, 30 to 40 minutes before this movie ends is really unfortunate. Yeah, it's way too long, but it is, it is a, it's a recommend, a light recommend. It's, you know, it, it's a little slow in parts. I remember I was more bored than I remembered being bored sure. with this movie. I feel yeah. like in the 90s it was more exciting. What do you think, Chris Cabin? Oh, wait, you're on vacation? <laughs> Sick burn. Uh, no, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think like if you're ripping off Die Hard, the thing that's most noticeable is the fact that Harrison Ford has one cool quip and John yeah. McClane's got like a thousand. Exactly. So be- when this dude is just like walking around an office building killing people, it's still entertaining versus this where it's like, all right, he killed that stunt double. He <laughs> killed that stunt double. All silently, he, you he know. He killed Wishmaster, okay. <laughs> That's Air Force One, directed by Wolfgang Peterson. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at the HeadGum Network page. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. And right into that mailbag, especially you Air Force One experts, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Let me say on the air right now, I think we said it last week, maybe. I don't know, but I want to say it again to address it. We're not on Spotify anymore. We're still getting questions about that. We switched distribution platforms you guys so unfortunately we are not on spotify that old Lipson app is not going to update yep. anymore so, so figure it out there it's it is philly and other stitcher and all sorts of great stuff you can totally so we can still you know you can get us at all sorts of places but unfortunately spotify and the Lipson app are uh, kaput uh next week on the program the summer blockbuster extravaganza wraps the fuck up the season finale the season finale of we mm-hmm. hate movies season and seven i've heard through the grapevine. Uh-huh. A California Raisin told me this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris Cabin will be back for that episode. Oh, my god! He'll be back in studio. He's had to have a little sojourn, but he's going to be back. And we're going to be talking about Sam Raimi's motherfucking Spider-Man 3. Oh, mercy. Oh, mercy, indeed. So get ready for that on the season finale of We Hate Movies. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadek. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.